Hi, Adrian. Hello. Um, Hello. Welcome to the Dumpy Little Unicorn podcast on a very sort of tired and slow yeah. uh, Monday afternoon at the <laughs> at the end of wo- at the end of the world at the end of world. The end of the world. <laughs> so, what's been your con highlight? Rather selfishly, my con highlight is definitely my own reading because everyone came and the room Excellent. was full, which is, I think, the first time I've ever had that. But yeah, and, I mean, the re- and, and it went yeah. very well, and Good. it was, yeah, it was fun, and then I had, you know, basically pretty much everything I've done has gone really well, and I haven't had a chance to see much of the con that I've not actually been mm-hmm. personally involved in. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it's just, it's been... It's been profoundly flattering. Yeah, oh, oh, great. <laughs> it's it's one of those things. It, it, I mean, obviously, it's it's my first Worldcon, and I found myself revising my expectations on Thursday when I saw what the queues were like, mm. and having planned to do lots and lots of um, panels, I, it's been revising them down quite a lot. So, I've read. I haven't read all of your books because there's quite I so many don't of them. But I I have particularly enjoyed um Spiderlight. Oh, splendid. And obviously Almost no one's read Spiderlight. It's 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 it didn't it I'm not quite sure why, but it never quite seemed to get the traction I felt it, it should have done. Well I, I loved it because it was because it was a fantasy and then obviously we had the sort of the spider who gets trans mm. transformed, and that seems to be a theme that you come back to about spiders. Spi- well, spiders, and <laughs> spiders, but also spiders plus, I guess. Mm. And I think one of the things that I loved about that, and I, and again in Dogs of War and in Children of Time, is is that you sort of, you like playing with the idea of what it means to be human and sentient and things like that and sort of I'm just wondering why you keep coming back to it um I mean I I kind of realized quite late on that most of my writing was about animals right in some extent. I mean, not absolutely everything but certainly the vast majority whether it's people with insect powers or actual spiders or people who change into animals it's all it all kind of comes down to the same sort of thing I mean and God knows I grew up on a diet of um, like David Attenborough yeah documentaries and things like that and Gerald Durrell and so forth and I I I've kind I guess I don't know it's a bit like the the philosopher and the butterfly I don't really know if I'm necessarily at any given time using animals as a window onto human nature or simply using human nature so I can better explore what it's like to be an animal. Okay, yeah. Um, because I think they're both valid approaches to a science fiction sure. writer and to a certain extent I feel the second one probably interests me more but the first one is more useful to a reader. Yes. Um, it's, it's like one of the things that uh, I remember from reading in um, Children of Time was I can remember sort of reading it and just having this sort of realisation and sympathy with spiders that I, I'm, you know, I've, I'm quite sort of arachnophobic mm-hmm. and I find myself sort of gaining this sympathy with spiders now and that I, 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 ne- um, I saw somebody else was telling you on Twitter today that they negotiate with spiders now. Yeah, I mean, I, honestly, <laughs> a lot of... Um, because I do the same. A lot of arachnoph- arachnophobes have read the book and told me that, they, you know, 
it has given them a different view of the spider yes. and they've come out of it very much rooting for the spiders yeah which very much so i was definitely team spider and excellent and also just i also i know it was a different porsche every sort of porsche section of yes. the but in, in my head it was like this lineage of porsches that um well it's it's, a, it's because of the um the understanding um that uh, part of their evolution it's, it's it is a mimetic lineage yeah. even if it's not because I, mean, I don't i never specifically say it's um a hereditary lineage no. although i guess it's kind of implied but certainly mm. because they can carry the memories of previous yes. porsches and even even in children of ruin you have a reference to the fact that the the porsche there has memories from the right. early porsche that we meet okay. at the beginning of children of time oh that's good because i have that um sort of on my mount to be red pile <laughs> uh, and I'm looking forward to that because I understand it involves uh, space squid as well octopuses octopuses uh, sorry yes so, so, certainly um, cephalopods excellent um, so I have a question from run along womble um, oh yeah <laughs> who's who has asked um, is there an insect or a spider that you would like to write about but you haven't yet Oh, almost certain. I mean, my, yeah, all of the ones I haven't written about is okay. the, la the lazy answer. I mean, at some point, I want. I, I gave uh, within the shadows of the app serial. I gave centipedes a very short shrift. Right. They were they were rather unwarrantedly vilified. Okay. Um, and not redeemed in any, in any particular way. Um, unlike most of the most of the other yeah. insect kingdoms. So, I kind of feel I should do centipedes at some point. Okay. That's. Uh, um, and sort of, you are really sort of prolific writer. Um, what have you got coming up next? Well, um, so towards the end of this year, there is a novella from Tor.com. So this will be a primarily a US yeah. release uh, called Made Things, which is my fantasy fantasy thieves guild story. Okay, yeah. Um, except it is also my fantasy emergent AI story right because you have a a, a a thief in the thieves guild who has allied herself to a group of self-aware puppets and the puppets okay. are very interested in stealing magical items so they can use the magic to create more self-aware puppets right um, that's not at all frightening because well, <laughs> I, I write a lot of stuff which people which is kind of borderline horror stuff yeah but at the same time it's not horror stuff when i write it because i'm writing it from the point of view of the other other thing yes um and that is really the, that's as much horror as i ever really do but mm. i mean certainly in, in there are bits of children's ruin which i kind of realize actually this is really a nasty borrowed body horror sort of yeah. stuff but because it's kind of perfectly safe while i'm writing it because i'm writing it from the usually quite innocent and carefree point of yes. view of the non-human the non-human that's involved. Excellent. My next question is, um, if a reader is new to you as a writer, mm. where is a good um, entry point? Okay, so um, I would. I normally say it depends whether you're looking for fantasy or sci-fi. Okay. Because given that I'm fairly deeply mired in the genres, they, they, yes. they feel to me as, as a significant choice. Okay, well, I'll let you choose a sci-fi jump, jumping off point and a fantasy jumping off point. Um, Honestly, for fantasy, I think my my own personal pick of my stuff is Gun to the Dawn, which is a standalone. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, Tiger and the Wolf is also a good one as the beginning of a short yeah. series. I mean, I'm very fond of, Sh of Shadows of the Ant. 
eight to ten book series though and that's yes. a bit daunting yes. so if you want to just sample my writing there are those two or if you really do want the insect people the tales of the apt short story collections are a good introduction to the world without yep. necessarily committing to something colossal yeah um, for science fiction if you don't go for children of time which is the book of mine that most people know um, dogs of war is my yes. own personal favorite um, and possibly I think the finest thing I've written I really enjoyed it um, Thank you. and I really enjoyed guns of the dawn as well it I think that was uh, one of I think that was the first one of yours that I read because mm. Emma Newman recommended it. Yes, and then and then she did the audiobook. Read the oh. uh, audiobook. <laughs> and I, yes. I downloaded the audiobook so I could enjoy it again. <laughs> uh, but that's mainly because I, I, I do stalk Emma, but she's happy with that. I, I'm quite, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm quite a sort of like reasonable stalk. <laughs> so, um, on my podcast, what I normally do is sort of talk to people about generally about sort of your own stuff but then I sort of ask what have you been reading okay well I'm reading uh, Fleet of Knives at the moment by mm -hmm. Gareth Powell yes. which is the second of his uh, award-winning space opera series yes it starts uh, with Embers of War and that's superb I am trying to think because one at the moment my reading is kind of constrained because I have a whole stack of things I've been given to read yeah. that I'm supposed to quote on so I, I mean I have there's a book called The Hanging Artist and the, the author's name has gone completely from my head but that's what I'm really looking forward to read okay. as soon as I get a chance yep. to clear my schedule for it for example um, beyond that I mean we mentioned Emma Newman and yes. her, I think she's writing some of the finest science fiction I agree and um, Becky Chambers who won the best uh, yes. Hugo for best series which I was delighted about because her her works keep turning up on shortlist so I don't uh, you know, I thought yeah. that yeah they did they really deserve actual winning it's level rec rec recognition and they're all so lovely as well yes. it's it's because i think that's that's something that's sort of turning up as a trend now is there's a more sort of like or something like comfort reading uh, i think i know there was a couple of panels this weekend about hope punk and i think it's just a reaction against what the world's like at the moment but i think it, it's quite nice to have this mm. joyous um nice sort of corner to sort of well not escape the two but but also enjoy. I mean, at the end of the day if you know you have all these people who say oh yes yes we've got to get them you know we're getting to life in space mars colonies and moon colonies and living living in kind of floating habitats around the sun and all this sort of thing and that's fine let's have some books to show that actually this might be a pleasant yes. thing in any way rather than you know so oh god yes it's struggle and everyone dies and yes. it's horrible no that's actually you know, it's, it can be tough, but you can actually make a life and yes. it's, yeah, and not just have to sacrifice everything of your humanity to do so. That's, that's true. And also, it's, I don't think it's the same as Utopian either, because I always think Utopian has, always must have a, a dark heart in it somewhere, because they have to well, be is, built um, on something. I mean, they're afraid, yeah, one man's dystopia is another man's utopia, yeah. although usually it's sort of one man's utopia is another 500,000 people's yes, utopia. Yes, exactly. Uh, and this... Uh, just like they said, these small communities sort of coming together and mm. building things and found family, and I think she just does that so effortlessly. And uh, yeah, I find them a joy to read as well. Um, so, so anything else that you've been reading or want to read? Oh, let me. I'm. It's everything. <laughs> I guess I, I can never think when I'm. I'm, I'm put on the spot. Put on the spot. But 
No, I mean, I, they're the whole stack of things at yes. home, I know, and some of which I have had for more than a year and they keep getting pushed back, which is really annoying. But no, I mean, I, there's, a, there's, there's a ton of stuff, mm -hmm. basically. And um, the other question I normally ask is, what have you heard? Or if you listen oh, to music? I, oh, I thought we were in audiobooks now. Well, um, well that too. Uh, <laughs> for music, I mean, I'm somewhat out of characterly. I am currently heavily into German reggae. Right. <laughs> uh, specifically, uh, Seed and Peter Fox. Right. Um, which I, I'm not quite sure why, but I've gone become madly in love with. Okay. Um, given that my normal consumption is orchestral sort mm -hmm. of film score music, this is wildly beyond my normal my normal rate of films, but that's fine. But I mean, the audiobook-wise, I'm using audiobooks to reread books I have previously read, yes. and I'm never otherwise going to be able to revisit just purely for time constraints. Yeah. So, uh, in which line I'm finding it phenomenally frustrating the weird gaps there are in the canon that have just not been recorded or only exist on a cassette tape from circa yes. 1987. Yeah. I'm sure you're you're far too busy to watch TV but do you anything that mm. you watch? Um, yeah well, I mean we do we, we, we generally um, Annie and I generally try and get like an episode of something each evening. Yeah. Just and again, another, another Hugo winner. I, um, Good Place, <laughs> oh, yes. one of my favourite um, TV shows of all time. Um, we're watching Stranger Things series three at the moment. Okay. Um, I mean, it's another one that has finished now, but mm -hmm. we we absolutely love Black Sails, which I, I know can be a bit yes. marmite for some people. Oh no, we, I I we were and also it's one, I, one of the very <laughs> rare series. I thought that you could tell it was starting to wobble a little. And then they brought it to an extremely satisfactory conclusion, it which is just gold dust in today's TV market. Absolutely, I, I, th uh, I watched it sort of last year. Uh, my partner and I, we, we don't normally have that much time to binge things, so we watch things, and it takes us ages mm. to, to watch everything. But we were watching an episode a night, for, and we, we sort of binged all four s series, um, sometimes two a night. We were that into it, and. I just loved everything about that series. Yeah. Um, it was it was marvelous. Yeah, the, every character was 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 splendid. They they just kept the plot fresh. Although you could say, yes. I think if they'd had another series, they might have run out of steam. But yeah, like I said, I mean, the, that rarest of all things, bringing something to an end at its proper time. Yes, and just the I loved the fact that it was about creating narratives and building mm. narratives and creating your own and creating your own myth and as somebody who's a, is really interested in stories it was just stunning <laughs> um, so we're nearly done my, my last question for today is what do you think needs more love spiders obviously Sp well spiders uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh well I mean it's interesting because a lot of the things that I'm personally pursuing, as I think I think that needs to be talked about more, I'm by no means, yeah, you know, I'm not the only person doing this. Yeah. Um, there's a definite zeitgeist. There's a, there's something in the air that challenging power structures, yes. um, criticizing um, capitalism, the dominance of the rich, uh, yeah. and which is admittedly, it's not exactly, you know, science fiction has always done this, cyberpunk has all been always about this, but it's, um, that and um, 
the pressure of the changing climate are both very much front and centre. Yes. I think it would be very hard to write any kind of science fiction narrative, certainly that was set in the near future, where you didn't deal with both of those things because no. it would it would break immersion. Yes. That that wasn't a feature. Yeah. Even if it's just you just mentioned um, that ah yes, and this city has been flooded or that you, you know it's it's just a part of the landscape now in the, in a way that it it was optional a few years ago. It feels. Yeah, I think it's it's just become so inevitable now. It's yeah, and the thing is, I mean, at the end of the day, there's very little I feel I can do, mm. but what I can do is write, and yes. so therefore it's in the writing, and my writing has got more political because I need that outlet. Otherwise, I'd just be screaming out of the window sometimes. Yes. Brilliant. Okay. Um, thank you so much for your time today. Um, thank you. And hopefully you'll get home safely from <laughs> <laughs> Dublin, which is we've had four seasons while we've been sat mm. here on the fourth floor. <laughs> <laughs> it's clearing up again now. But um, thank you so much for your time today. Mm, thanks. Thank you.